Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Today y Manana. I'm Alex. This is Xavier. We're very excited to have you joining us this morning on a beautiful morning here in Charlottesville, Virginia. It has just enough chill. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm a little jealous here. What are you a little jealous of? Well, it's just, I'm looking. It's, I got this little bottle of water here, and you got a beautiful red thing of water <laughs> in there. Like, you, you must I, be, like, special here now. I, 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 mean, I know. You've uh, really I've been, moved up. I've moved up in life, you know what I mean? I finally, you know, thanks to today, manana, I had enough be of a that. paycheck I'm, that I could afford. My bottle actually bus. got smaller instead of bigger, and you're just like a beautiful flask of who knows what's in there, but anyway, I mean. It's a clear liquid. It's a clear liquid. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like café con leche. It should be a café con leche. <laughs> that's right. Now, next time, one of these days, I will, uh, I will bring the café con leche on there. But for those of you out there, you should get yourselves a café con leche. That's right. Get to your great spot and watch some today. We have two amazing guests that are going to be joining us shortly uh, this morning. The first is going to be Phil Reese. He is the owner of Unlocked History Estate Rooms uh, right here in Charlottesville. And then I, I think I might have pronounced it wrong. It's a Jay Burdett. Jay Burdett. Oh, you said you it was know, a I was doing a little fancy. Before. I was doing a little Virginia. too fancy on it. But it's Jay Burdett, owner of Sound Around and also doing some three, Sevo 360, which if you're wondering what that means, we're going to we'll get to that. Out, yeah. We're going to find out later in the show. Uh, always love being here on the I Love Sevo Network set. Uh, big thank yous to our presenter, Merchant Financial Services, and our great partners at Matias Yon Realty, Credit Serious Insurance, going to be joining us next week. Okay. Miguel and Carolina. Uh, Castle Hill Cider and Forward Adelante, the premier Latino networking group here in Charlottesville. Virginia. So we've got some great... Yeah, and don't forget to like, share, and uh, subscribe. Subscribe. Send us any questions, comments I'm you might have. I'm done for the day. I love this. That, I know. Once you remembered that, you're set, right? You're like, okay, that's all I had to remember. You know, the guests' names and... Uh, <laughs> that's so hard to remember, but you never put that on the notes either, which I'm really which surprised. Oh, the like, share, and subscribe. I probably shouldn't put that on your cheek. What's well, the little test? It's always, you know, uh, okay, does yeah. he remember to say... His gray cells have to be challenged once in a while. Exactly, exactly. Got to keep it moving a little bit. <laughs> exercise. That's exercise. Right. But today, today's guests you should uh, are pretty easy for you to remember. Oh, yes. You'll remember Jay because he's come on before, and you'll remember Phil, Phil I, I because remember we just Phil. had Absolutely. a fantastic experience. Hard to remember that. At uh, the Unlocked History Estate Room. So I'm ready. I, I don't know about you. I'm ready to jump right into oh, yes, that. Let's yes. do it. I mean, Let's do it. I'd love to. Talk about that. That's Talk about, great. Absolutely. So we're excited to welcome to the show this morning Phil Reese. He's the owner of Unlocked History Escape Rooms. Phil, thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure. Beautiful morning. Oh, um, it and it was a pleasure to host you guys the other night. Oh, so no, one of the so escape fun. rooms. Yeah. It's so we had the pleasure of doing so for one, two, three, four. There were seven of us. For five of us, it was first time ever Escape room. In a room, yeah. yes, never, exactly. And everybody was just blown yeah. away because oh. we did the revolution. I think it's called the British are coming. It's called the British are coming. Yeah, it's a uh, that is that was our very first escape room that we opened when we opened up five years ago. But uh, it's called the British are coming. It uses some of Charlottesville's history. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people who who know some of the history, there, it uses the Jack Jewett ride during the Revolutionary War back in 1781 when he went to warn Thomas Jefferson and Martha Jefferson that the British were coming to Charlottesville to try to capture them. So he rode about 40 miles and warned Jefferson to, to depart, and he, uh, he got out of the Monticello with five minutes to spare. So you kind of recreate that history yeah. in that escape room. Absolutely. absolutely. I think we thankfully you exactly did, that. Thankfully <laughs> you give us an hour instead of five minutes. But, <laughs> but absolutely. So for those who haven't met you yet, tell us a little. I'm, I'm very curious... Um, how you first decided you wanted to to go into the creating escape rooms because I mean they're fan some there's three rooms there they're it amazing. Is absolutely amazing. So how did you first say, hey, you know, this is something I want to do? Well sure. So um, my wife and I and our family, we were living in Germany back in like 2015, 2016. For the most part, I'd never heard of escape rooms before and I was uh, we were traveling to Prague in the Czech Republic, and I was just on TripAdvisor looking for things to do, and this thing called Escape Room was at the top of the list. I'm like, well, that sounds interesting, something fun for us to do in Prague. So we did it, and we kind of fell in love with the first one. It wasn't the best escape room, but it was still a lot of fun, and it was still very early on when escape rooms were just really brand new to the U.S. and to the world. And um, before that, I knew I wanted to start a small business. I just didn't know what. But... Once we did an escape room, it was sort of, we can kind of use our creative energy. It's the right size business for what I wanted, you know, not too small, not too big. And so um, 
when we moved back to the U.S. in 2017, we knew we were going to start an escape room right here in Charlottesville. So that's what we did. That's how it started. Now, amazing. I'll tell you about when he talks about creative energy, that creative part of that energy is amazing because the things that that go on in there and how you create it. Yeah, I mean, it blew my mind. I mean, I I, I could have never ever even thought of imagined. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just amazing. Does you're talking? I mean, for those who have kind of been, if you've been to like your basic escape room, you're in a room, a lot of you know locks, figuring out combinations and stuff. There are some of those, but what I think takes you to that next level, because it was the first escape room I ever did, is you're talking sometimes more than one room. I think yes, every time. More than one room, but yeah. you don't know when you'd first walk right. in. It's yeah, not you like did. you're sitting there with three rooms. I like, thought it was going to be a piece of cake. I walked in this room so small, I said, eh, we'd yeah, be it's done like here in about secret 10 opening, secret passageways, yeah. um, not just lockboxes. You're talking about putting things together, things that you have to put on the wall, things you might not expect that trigger. Your, so, a lot of physical things that you're moving around, which I don't even know how it worked behind the scenes, but like trigger other things to happen. So, it's just a very much. There was a moment when um, uh, the other Mrs. Urbinit's wife, one of us had triggered something on the wall and she was next to an opening panel and it suddenly opened and she goes, Oh my God. Like, yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you get that kind of like surprise because you don't expect that to happen. So it's just really creative, all the things that you managed to put together. What, how did you sort of, what's the process even of thinking of putting some of this together and going from an idea to like an execution? Well, it is a, it, it's a long process. So, so. Um, you know, the, the very first one, it took me about five or six months just to build. And, mm-hmm. you know, part of it is just sort of planning it all yeah. out. Because you really want to, really you start from the the ending. How do you want it to end? You want something that's sort of impactful, that's sort of fun, yeah. like an, a nice aha moment, um, you know. And for that room, the objective you have to find the Declaration, Declaration. of Independence so that it doesn't fall into British hands. So mm-hmm. that's a little. We took a little little literary license uh, for that part of the story, but you know, something that's fun, something that you're working to. The escape room, even though it's called escape room, none of our escape rooms, the objective is to escape the room. There is an objective at the end of the room. So we kind of figure out what the story is going to be. We use actual history to uh, incorporate that in there. And then uh, we kind of work backwards. Um, You mentioned sort of all of our escape rooms have multiple rooms. So we don't necessarily tell people that in the beginning because kind of what happened to you, I think, you go in there, you're in... Thomas and Martha Jefferson's bedroom. Exactly. It's not the biggest room. No. And you think, yeah. well, am I going to spend an hour in here? So in a weird way, we kind of a little lower expectations. Yeah. And then once you find there's a hidden passageway into room two, his office, and later on there's another hidden passageway, there's three rooms, it kind of exceeds your expectations mm-hmm. quite quickly. Absolutely. So we, Absolutely. I certainly strive for that. All of our... All of our current escape rooms have two or three rooms. And so that secret passageway, that's a big... Yeah. Aha so, moment. Oh, so we absolutely. really work on making sure that those are fun. And which, okay. which, which really means, though, that when you create this, right, I mean, before you even get the electrical work and everything done, you have to know what's going on because, I mean, my assumption is that there's some electrical stuff going on that opens yes. you know, the doors and things like that, right? Yeah, so there, there are some things. I mean, there has been – there's like an escape room industry now that the escape rooms have been around for um, – I guess close to about eight or nine years around the country. So there are companies that will build like little mini units. Mm-hmm. And um, so a lot of the, the electric guts, I will, I'll sort of buy. But then okay. you, have to, you have to put it in such a way that it makes sense for the story. Yeah. You know, so there's magnetic sensors. So, you know, there, if, you put, if you put something up on a wall and it has a magnet and then there's a sensor you can't see behind it, that will trigger an electromagnetic mm-hmm. lock to open. Right, so, um, but we really do have to customize each of the electronic units so that it makes sense for the story. You know, right. you don't want to you don't want a telephone in Thomas, Je- you know, in 1781. No, exactly. So you got to make sure you have puzzles and props that would make sense for the 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 period of history that we're shooting for. In that Absolutely. case, the so, Revolutionary War. Absolutely. So, so there's that one. And what are what are some of the other like rooms or? Or adventures. Yep. So we have, uh, you did the British car. I mean, right. we have two others. One is called The Raven, um, and ah. that's based on Edgar Allan Poe. And a lot of people don't that's a know. Local character, too. Yeah, right, he, in a way. he went to UVA. That's so right. he was a student at, in, at UVA, and it's in UVA's second year. Mm-hmm. So Jefferson and Poe were at UVA at the same time, uh, interestingly. Yeah. But, uh, 
1826, I believe, Poe went to uh, went to UVA, and we use his dormitory room as the setting for that one. Okay. Which you can actually still visit the actual dormitory yeah, room today. Yeah. On the, on the so wall. we modeled that after his dormitory room. But we also, for that one, we did a couple things. We incorporated his time in Charlottesville. We incorporated some of his interesting history, like he married his cousin, right? And uh, and we kind of merged his 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 wife. Um, I think her name was Virginia Clem, into some of his stories that he wrote. Yes. So The that. Raven, um, his fiance in that story was Lenore. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had passed away previously in that story. And he wants to know, he's asking this raven up in, up in his room if he's ever going to reunite with his mm-hmm. dead fiance. You know, it's Poe, so it's yeah. a little, it's a little it's spooky. Always, yeah, kind of <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but we kind of emerged some of that. And then we used The Black Cat, The Casco of Montalado, The Oval Portrait, mm-hmm. Annabelle Lee, four or five of his other stories as part of our larger Crafty. escape room story. Um, and then our third escape room, the one that we came out with in last year, November 2022. I think you've done it, Alex. I, I it's it called the, uh, the Allied Spy. So that one is more American yeah. history. Okay. Um, it uses Virginia Hall. She was an actual spy in France during World War II. Um, she was, I think she was our top spy. And... Um, she helped prisoners get out of, uh, you know, in sort of POW camps, um, and really she helped. She helped the um, the the French Revolutionary movement, like the underground movement during the war, so that when when Allied soldiers um, started invading France, you had all these French revolutionaries that were ready to stand up, and, and she helped arm them. So we use her as sort of um, in that room. She's given you messages and hints and clues yeah, over the radio um, but but that one you have to you have to first break into a safe house in Paris you get some more instructions you find some things and then you find out that it's actually right next door to Nazi headquarters in Paris and you have oh, to boy. get into <laughs> Nazi headquarters and then I think it's a lot of fun eventually you, you get some intelligence but then you have to blow up Nazi headquarters yeah. the, the way that real... one ends I'm not going to spoil but the way that one ends is just so exciting because yeah. when he says you've got to blow up Nazi headquarters you have to blow up Nazi yeah. headquarters wow. it's not like you know you find out later that Nazi headquarters blew up like, you're, you literally you're, have to do it you're getting explosive um, the, the building might shake just a little bit, um, but uh, it is a lot of fun. That, that, and World War II history is my favorite period of history, so I had a lot of fun creating that one. That's an awesome movement. That one's really good because you actually start in the hallway. Yes. You know, so if you're used to like, oh. you know what I mean? It's kind of the reverse escape room. You have to break into, into the, the first room. room yep. Because you I start like that, that one in the hallway. Oh, okay. You know, okay. which has been beautifully, I mean, and the, I have to say the designs are really one of the most impressive things. When you go in there, a lot of the props and things like that, you, you we walked past that one. Remember, it's got all the flower boxes. Yes. Yes. So you kind of feel like you're outside of exactly. an apartment yeah. in exactly. Paris. Okay. That one, yeah, that's like kind of a city in Paris, mm-hmm. and and I'll give credit to one of my staff members, Christy. She, I, I put her in charge of sort of doing the interior decorating of that hallway. She did a fantastic it's, it's job. Fantastic. So. Uh, Really impressive. Yep. We got some comments coming in. Uh, Kevin Higgins watching the show this morning. Thank you. He says um, this business is a great opportunity. Uh, it seems to him for like youth sports teams to work as one unit instead of individuals, like a team first approach. You yes. know, because these skills adapt to the field, and it's true. Because when you go oh, in absolutely. there, you've got to work as a team. If you got five well, people what, all yeah. doing their separate thing, yeah, you're yeah. going to get confused. And easily. you need and you need team members. That's what I told my wife. I said, if you and I came in here. We'd be in that first room just sitting there throwing thumbs <laughs> after one hour saying, okay, we're kind of stuck. And there are some puzzles that work with you know, sp- 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 yeah, different people's specialties. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, I'm really bad with, like, spatial intelligence, like putting together some sort of 3D, you know, puzzle, mm-hmm. I guess. But my wife is really good at it. So when you have like a team, a family, friends, you find different people's specialties and they exactly. all support, you know, helps you do yeah. better. But we do get a lot of corporate groups, school groups. Um, we're, we're just starting a partnership with Center One, the high school here in Elmore County. Nice. So they're going to bring, uh, looks like 72 students a year, like every year. And then I'm going to go in as a guest speaker, teach them a little bit how I build some of these props. 
Um, and there might be an opportunity where they, they can kind of do that as a school project as well. So that's one thing that we're going to be trying that's to do neat. over the next that's year. That's fantastic. Yeah. What is its train? Like it's, it's, it's got that history element, but it's also, I mean, you're, you're talking mathematics, design, engineering, just how, kind yeah. of the basic, how, how do things work? How do I make physical things that work, especially in such an, a digital age, right? Yes. So few of us know now. How do mechanical things work? How does a car work? Yeah. How, does, how can you make a simple mechanical tool? But I feel like an escape room is kind of a lot of that because it's, it's – and if you think about the design, you have to make things work yeah. so that when yeah. A happens, then B happens. Yeah, and I certainly – you know, when I started – I didn't have some of these skills to build some of these puzzles, but you know, I, I've learned how to do 12 volt wiring, and you know, that's and that sort of connects an electromagnetic lock to a puzzle. Um, but yeah, there's there's a little bit of engineering. There's a lot of there's a little bit of a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to make the puzzles sturdy so that you don't have to fix them every four weeks, so that maybe it's you know, <laughs> yeah. 18 months before you have to fix something. Um, yeah, but I, but you know, you said uh, you hit on something that in the digital age. Sometimes we're not used to just using things with our hands, yeah. and, and I think that is one of the big appeals for escape rooms because it, mm-hmm. it takes the screens away. Um, kids are learning. Adults are learning. They might learn a little history, a little, exactly. little about maybe Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. um, but you're, you're working with your hands, and I don't think we get enough of that in this, this world. So this is, escape rooms are a nice opportunity to do something different that's yeah. fun and educational as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, you, know, you know what I like? It's like you, you bring us back to a time in the past because literally you walk into that bedroom and you realize I mean versus today's bedrooms there's not much in there right other than you know the books and things that you would you know little candles that you need to read by you know candlelight so you know every room had its own history and then 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 you you know go to the next levels like all the you know all the little things that are happening right and you say Mm -hmm. You know, that's modern technology, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just great because you really feel like you're back in history yeah. and you're, you're looking for clues, you're finding, but it's like, at the same time, in the back of your mind, you're saying, How does wow, that's, that that's a genius. How did yeah. you do that? You know what I'm saying? It's just fantastic. It's a learning process and, and an enjoyable process. Well, fortunately, Thomas Jefferson, um, so I, I modeled that escape room like his, like two or three of his Monticello rooms. So if you've been to Monticello, yeah. Yeah. he's got his bed right in, the, right in the middle between his bedroom and his office. Mm-hmm. And you can't really hop on his bed in the real Monticello, but in ours you can, and eventually it leads to a secret and passageway. eventually you need to. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he, you know, we were talking a little bit about this wheel cipher. Um, mm-hmm. So he invented that, actually, that little thing where, that. where you have to put this wheel cipher together and it allow you to decode something. But he invented that when he was ambassador to France. He knew the French were reading his letters, so he needed a way to send coded messages back to the U.S. where the French didn't know what he was saying, but someone else had another cipher wheel. Oh, my goodness. And could decode. I had no idea idea either. And, you know, we use... use Benjamin Franklin's uh, like bifocals. Yep. Right. He invented that. So we have we have a puzzle where you have to look through some glasses, a little similar to National Treasure. If you've seen that movie, <laughs> um, so we take different parts of the history and try to incorporate in that into our escape rooms as which much is, as possible. Yeah, which yeah. is really cool. And you are you're mostly working with even the Allen one. You're working with, I mean, granted, obviously behind the scenes there's modern technology, but you're working with things that in the puzzle itself functions as it would have functioned in. Yes. In yep. World War Two, so that when you're doing things with the radio or the other things, right? Obviously, we know like behind the you know behind the scenes what's happening. But like when you're in the puzzle, you're you're only using things that they would have had around them at the time to to make things worth you know little yep. grenade things moving. The, I remember the Allied one has like you know. Uh, one of those big maps where you have to position yeah. the little army pieces. Yeah, there's tanks. like Panzer tanks and Tiger mm-hmm. tanks, and it, the idea is uh, this is sort of like uh, a war room yeah. for the Nazis, and they have this map of sort of France where they're moving units and so forth. Mm-hmm. And we took the idea, well, let's let's take little mini units. Um, we can get use that as intelligence to send the intelligence back to the to the Allies, like where these units are. But it also, if you manipulate them in such a way, you know, a box opens. So, yep. you know, it's, it's part of the escape room where mm-hmm. you do something the right way, something opens, and, you know, you get that fun yeah. aha moment. What you learn, and it's true, you learn so much. I mean, yeah. we were learning, I, I did this one, I did that one with my friends. I mean, we were learning places in France that were relevant to World War II that we didn't, 
Yeah. No, beforehand. It was one, there's one that it was a difficult name to uh, recall, but... Uh, there, you know, there's, there's Le Moulin and Cabourg, but yeah. sometimes <laughs> we have to work with the map that we have, right? Yeah. You know, so, like, I had this D-Day map that I found online, printed it. I'm like, okay, we got to use this for the escape yeah. room. How can I use a specific city name as part of a puzzle? Exactly. Right? So, really cool. so it, it, it's kind of fun how we make those puzzles to work you with know, what we have. And I also have Absolutely. to say, don't take anything for granted because there were some God. things that I saw there that I, told, I would tell everybody, they're doing that to distract you. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't even think about it. It looks too complicated. Go somewhere else. And later on, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I guess we didn't need that. Important. Right? That was important. <laughs> uh, Vina Nancy Nittles watching today. Bill McChesney, Johnny Ornelas, and the Programa. Thanks for watching in this morning. So I got to ask, so what's it kind of like what was it like taking the plunge and like doing the entrepreneur part behind the scenes? Like, what's sure. it kind of like running an escape room in addition to all the work that was in building one? Well, yeah, I mean, building escape rooms is just one small part of the, yeah. the puzzle of owning an escape room business. <laughs> uh, pun intended on that one, but uh, I do enjoy it, right? I uh, so I, I've you know I've had another full time job on top of this business for the past five years. Unfortunately, they've given me a year off. Um, to build my business. And we can talk a little bit about that yeah, in a little bit, but we will be expanding. Oh, yeah. But, uh, um, you know, I, frankly, I enjoy the accounting. I, I enjoy some of the, bo- you know, perhaps boring stuff. I enjoy trying to build the website, trying to make the website as easy as possible for someone to make a reservation. You don't want to have eight clicks to book a reservation. Mm-hmm. You want people to see the schedule all on one page. So there's just a lot of that goes into that. Trying to figure out search engine optimization, yeah. you know, and, uh, um, you know, staffing and hiring. Like during COVID, it was, it was a difficult time sure. for that process. Fortunately, we got some great staff members. Um, I got about five or six part-time staff members who all do a great job hosting. Um, I, so I do really enjoy the small business yeah. aspect of it. I mentioned before, I knew I wanted to start a small business. I just mm-hmm. didn't know what. And this was sort of the perfect marriage where I get to manage and run a small business, but it's also something I Thank love doing. Yeah. I love building puzzles. You know, I'm probably never going to write a script for a movie, but I can make my own little story using actual history that I think is kind more of fun like than a movie. movie. You feel yeah. like you're in a movie you're in, in a some movie. of these, and, it, and you're interacting. So it's a little bit, it's not as passive as sitting in a theater mm-hmm. and just watching other characters in a movie. You kind of play your own character in, those, in a movie. Exactly. Absolutely, exactly. absolutely. So, I mean, I got asked. So, just my, my friends and I, when we were, we were waiting on the, like, we knew the Allied history was coming, and so we were, we were just like, you know, okay, when's, you know, when, when's it? We would, we would check you, yeah. like, religiously, like, okay, when's it coming? So It what, took a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was worth it. It was Good. absolutely worth it. So, what's next for Unlocked History Escape Rooms? What can we be looking forward to in the future? So, I have not told anybody out this, so this is sort of uh, you know a big announcement that we have. We are expanding Unlocked History Escape Room. So wow, nice. right now we have about 1,800 square feet with those three escape rooms with okay. what, what you visited. But we've leased the, the building right next door, and Ooh. we're getting another 2,200 square, square feet. So we have enough room for either three or four escape rooms. I might do like a birthday room. Um, where people can have birthday parties, you know, after they do an escape room, gotcha. but nice. but at least three escape rooms. Um, I hope to have the next one sometime in early 2024. I don't know exa- the exact date. Sometimes these take longer than expected, but and once you know it, we'll I'll certainly yeah. it on my okay. <laughs> Sounds good. But uh, and then the next one is going to be based on Leonardo da Vinci. Whoa, so nice! I always try to pick stories that I'm interested in because mm-hmm. it makes it easier to build an escape room yeah. if you're passionate about exactly. history. So. I've been reading biographies on Leonardo da Vinci, um, buying some books on sort of his sketchbooks, um, and, and it's going to be called Da Vinci's Discovery, and it's going to use a lot of his paintings. Um, it's, we're going to try to use some of his inventions that he yeah. made um, for his got patrons. Absolutely, yeah. He is, he is uh, one of the most famous figures of all time, so it won't be hard to come up with puzzles and sort of a story narrative that sort of makes sense for the history, but it'll, it'll take place in Florence. Um, it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So um, I, I, I'm always playing around with other ideas for future escape rooms, but it's really just kind of one at a time, mm-hmm. get it open, and then we can look into 
to the other ones. I might use some some more local Charlottesville history for the next escape room after that. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I am I'm, I'm oh, excited that's fantastic, for it. Bro. I am super excited. Just yeah, awesome that now you've expanded and it's easy to same location. Same location. Easy to yep. get to. And you know, you've got not soon you'll have so you got three and then you'll have four. Yeah. And hopefully eventually six six total of six or seven yeah. after a couple and now, of years. For those if you've been if you've out there and you've been before, you do change up some things. Because I can yeah. I can definitely say you can that vouch having, for that. I can vouch for that. <laughs> that you know part of it's me, but like part of it was definitely like I, I we it was my second time doing the British are coming and between things I like vaguely knew that this was a clue, but I don't know how to solve it to this one wasn't there before. Yeah. It's always it can still be a new experience if you wait long enough. Like, yeah. you don't do it twice. In so, two no, months, so if you bring friends that haven't been there before or family members, you can you can go a second time because it's a good chance you won't remember everything. You won't spoil anything. Exactly. Yeah, I, th- I think there's two things. If if you give enough time, you're going to forget a lot of the puzzles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But two, none of the escape rooms are ever in a finished mode. You know, we see things when we're when we're hosting these games. Like, hey, this group. They're having a lot of problems with this puzzle, and we, you know, we try and we try to make all of our puzzles doable, challenging but doable. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we might tweak a puzzle. Sometimes we might be we might add a new puzzle. So we added a, a candle puzzle that I don't think you yes. had before that you have to blow. Mm-hmm. You have to blow the candles in the correct order. Um, I would have never. To guessed be that. honest, I can't <laughs> even remember how. The how we got the first time does how we got into the center room. The yeah, first it was time. it was different. It was, it was just different. a normal like a like a five letter lock with mm-hmm. the con. I'll, well, I'll say it, with a constellation. So we yeah. added a puzzle where you use the constellation for something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're always tweaking. I just really added a new puzzle to Allied Spy, um, where you're kind of searching around for something with like a UV flashlight. So so you can do them more than once. I would recommend with a different group. Yeah. But and I and you know, I mean, you might wait a year or two Dude, when, when things kind of forget because it's it's going to be mostly the same, but we're always trying to improve it. Um even even you know the the British are coming's 5 years old, but we're still we've been making tweaks here and there yeah. so, over and those last 5 years. And it was just from the second time. I, mean, I I think I did that one 3 years I did I did one each year. Okay. You know, so I did that one maybe two maybe two years ago. Um, and it's just as fun this time, Good. especially when you go with a different group. Yes, yeah. I remember, as a matter of fact, with the, with the candles, you know, I remember Elizabeth, um, Nick's Elizabeth, was saying, wait a minute, when we came in here, she two were lit, and, was, and I'm saying, yeah, it's probably some kind of malfunction that they have. Like, who cares, you know what I mean? I would have never I know, guessed. she was telling us, poor thing, like something's up she with the candles. She kept saying something, and I'm saying, and, I mean, what are we supposed to do? Nothing. Just and keep, I'm turning the light keep, on and let's off. Let's keep looking for yeah. the clues. <laughs> yep. And then finally, once we found the clues, she said, there you are. That's what that's. Yeah. That would you, never... fi- you figure it out. There's some things where you're like, I think that's going to be used, but you qu- can't quite use it. You don't have all the information you need, but you'll use it later on yeah. in the escape room. That, yeah. that happens a lot. It's, no, it's, just, it's a great experience and really... Really would recommend yeah, it. Uh, highly to recommend everyone. it. Highly, highly recommend, recommend it. it. Thank you. And so, um, so Phil, this has been a pleasure. Where can people, if people are excited, where can they uh, register for one, like sign on, and where can uh, where can they find you? Yep. So our website is www.unlockedhistory.com. So I'll spell that because um, it's u n l o c k e d h i s t o r y dot com. Um, that's the best place to, to find out everything about us. You, there's more information on each of the escape rooms there, um, but that is where we take reservations. Mm-hmm. And if you have some issues, uh, you know, booking a reservation or you have some questions, our phone number's on that website as well. You can give me a call and I'll answer any of your questions. But, uh, yeah, that's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you were right here in Charlottesville in McIntyre Plaza. McIntyre Plaza, yeah. all those yeah. colorful buildings by um, Great Harvest Bread Company, behind Circa, um, Easy to get to. Seville, Seville to get Coffee. To. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you see the Seville Coffee part, you just go on in there and it's right in yeah. there. Yep. Right it's in not there. a puzzle to get to. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a puzzle. And great time. parking. You can park right up to the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very easy. easy. Very easy. easy. And very easy to make a reservation actually because I, I once even did it on my phone. So it's it's very easy to do. So we would highly recommend it. Phil, it's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for Thank thanks you. for letting us come by last week. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on today. Pleasure was all mine. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, we'll see yeah. you soon again. Oh, absolutely. We'll be and back. And in three months, I'll be back at the British saying, I can't remember a thing. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Ah, just...
That was yeah, good. So it's it was, funny because uh, you know, he's talking about the website. I'm saying if, if you had made the website like the, like the Unlock History, nobody would go. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I can't you get want that the arrested. Website to be the opposite. Yeah, exactly. you want the website to no, be When easy. he said that, make it simple, I said, he's right. Yeah, you, know, you certainly don't want to make it like the Unlock History room. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, that would be uh, the opposite. <laughs> no, but a really a great experience. It really highly, is, yeah. Highly I highly recommend, recommend for, it. Absolutely. For everyone. Yeah. I've done with friends. I've done with family. So it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, from one great guest... To, to another, another yes. that we've had, we're really had, glad to have him back on the show. Jay Berger, I like <laughs> that. I, I guess I was having one of those like fancy moments, and I was like, "Oh, what's the?" You know, the, the symbol ones are harder sometimes for me to pronounce. But uh, Jay Burgett, he is the owner and founder of Sound Around, and doing some Seville 360, which we'll get to uh, very shortly. Jay, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Morning. Appreciate you having me back. Oh no, it's it's, it's always good to, to have you back. So I mean, last time we had you on, you know, we talked a lot about sound around. Give us kind of a a quick recap of that for anyone who wasn't watching at the time. You know, tell us a little bit about how you started sound around, and then maybe you can transition to how you've grown to doing some. Uh, what is Civil Three Sixty? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, sound around started with me uh, doing, you know into music, involved with sound engineering, doing sound for, for weddings sometimes, um, speaking events, corporate events, um, all, all sorts of different things. So what that does is that, that brings me into the venue space. That's mm-hmm. brought me into folks that are having celebrations and weddings and live music and uh, business meetings and, and that sort of thing. And th- th- these are really the places that I like to be around. Uh, I, not, not as much the business meetings, but, <laughs> the, the, you know, yep. people, people that are um, active with what they're doing. I, I mean, actually, honestly, sometimes the business meetings let you learn about, what they're doing you know, about. they're doing a presentation about their, their year um, you know, as the business. And um, so, you know, it's really interesting to be there. You're sort of a fly on the wall. You're running sound. You're, you know, running microphones. I was at the TomTom Festival, and I worked... Saw you there, yeah. You kind of ran... Made everything sound. Yeah, and that was actually a Cats Audio, so I work work with those guys as well. But what that brought me to is a larger idea of I want to, you know, a little bit of a selfish venture. I want to make these venues sound good. Mm -hmm. I want to make them comfortable to be in. And all of the places and people that I want to meet, I want to help out with what they're doing. So whether it's a home theater or a living room or... Uh, you know, any kind of entertainment space, music venue, celebration, meeting room, um, places that are that are all over around town, and it could be as simple as a as a room, or it can be as complicated as someone's brewery tasting room that has yeah. tables and servers and kitchens and machinery and that sort of thing. And so, what Sound Around can do is help. Um, help calm some of that down so you're taking down you're, you're lowering occupational noise for the employees so you can even do the reverse I was gonna I just, yeah. yeah my mind was always like gravitated you know especially last time always gravitated to you know producing sound there are ways that you can actually work to kind of reduce absorb the sound absorb certain sounds that's there and, and then that's right yeah so most of the times when if you're thinking of you know you might think of your room as a swimming pool mm-hmm. if a whole bunch of kids jump in all at the same time, that water gets choppy. And it's no fun to do the backstroke anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so calming, calming that down is really taking out some of those peaks. It's taking out some of the, the tall waves, yeah. sound waves, and smoothing it out and making it for a more comfortable uh, you know, swimming, <laughs> listening experience. Uh, better for conversation, yes. better for communication. Mm-hmm. It's safer. It's better for your ears. Uh, there are um, all sorts of studies uh, about um, recovery times in the hospital when noise levels are kept down. If you if you can imagine, you know, yeah. lying in a hospital mm-hmm. bed, listening to the beeping and yes. groaning. <laughs> Next door, it could you know affect your affect your health that way, and um, so I work with you know yoga studios, dance studios, anywhere where you think of either education, communication, 
or enjoyment of music, um, you can make that space sound better. And so linking up with that is where Seville uh, 360 is actually, it's um, based around the Matterport system, a Matterport uh, Pro 3 camera, so it's their newest camera. It's creating 3D models, and uh, you, you've often seen uh, virtual tours made mm -hmm. with Matterport right. okay. for real estate listings. Yeah, okay. So whether you're trying to rent an apartment or, or purchase um, a home, it will take you inside, and, and it can be as simple as, you know, it seems like most in most cases that it might just be a series of images. Mm -hmm. yeah, images. You click and it shows you a picture of this wall or that wall. Yep, and you can, and so the cool thing with 360 is it allows you to, to turn around in the space and get a perspective of where things are in relation to each other rather than being limited to, you know, 1080 by 720 or 1440 by 1080 mm -hmm. or whatever it happens to be, the, the aspect ratio. But uh, Matterport allows you to take it a step further too. So you're actually, you're creating using a LiDAR sensor. So using a laser sensor, you're taking millions of points of data and you're creating a 3D model. So you're actually creating a, a model that you, can, that you can view and manipulate and look at in, in different views. And that's a great way for... Uh, wedding venues, music ve venues, any rentable spaces, Airbnbs, VRBO, or standard uh, real estate listings uh, to allow a potential customer, potential renter to step inside, look at how things are, especially for wedding venues, it can sometimes come into play uh, where the you know, where will the tables and chairs be set up mm -hmm. versus the altar in relation to the flowers, in relation to yeah. where the caterers set up the buffet and that sort of thing. And so seeing things in 360 and being able to kind of virtually walk around a space becomes more informative and gives you a better sense of space from, from far away than just regular imagery. Picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is so key to I mean, it's true uh, when we had Mia uh, wedding uh, yeah. planner on, she said many of her clients, many people who do weddings in Charlottesville are not from here. So they're picking the venue from, they might live in New York or California and so forth. So they're, if they're picking a venue and all you have to go by is an outdoor picture and two indoor pictures, the idea of having to actually like plan the layout or know does this even work for my image would be almost impossible without something yeah. like 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 Civil 360 to kind of show you, yeah, here's what it looks like for the actual, but here's what the actual, if you were in there, here's what it would be like. And you can actually view it from above as a floor plan as well. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And take so measurements. I, I, I yeah. No, no, that's fine. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's a good question. So one of the questions I was going to ask is when, you, when, you, when I think about the, uh, from the sound perspective, <clears throat> are there any of these tools available also to you? Because, I mean, I look at, you look at a building, right, and you say, well, let's see, off that, you know, the sound's going to bounce different versus here versus there. It's just like lighting, right, depending on what, you know, photographers use that all the time. Mm -hmm. Are there any tools that help you try to figure out, okay, here's what the room looks like or... See, I'm outdoors. That sound's just gonna boom disappear. How do I get it? You know, so that it doesn't keep going and nobody hears me. Absolutely, yeah. So, so um, just like the swimming pool is a good analogy, um, light can be a good analogy as well. So you're you're looking at you know, an open window is the same thing for uh, sound yeah. <laughs> as it is for light. Yeah. You know, light, light passes right through it and sound passes straight through an open window. Whereas a wall or a closed window, you have certain reflections and resonances. And, um, and then as you look at different materials, different materials will, will respond to sound differently. Um, so, yeah, as far as tools that are available for, for doing that, um, certainly my, the 360 images and 360 camera come in handy for looking at spaces. You're taking measurements um, to get the volume of a space, gotcha. to get the, you know, the recommended amounts of sound treatment that you might, that you might need to tame it to a certain level. Um, there, are, there are industry standards of whether you're looking at something that's meant for uh, speech, 
versus education versus sports versus music versus, uh, you know, rock music versus classical music. Mm-hmm. And so there are different um, measurements that you can take. And, and then also sound measurements that you can, that you can take uh, with reference microphones to make sure that you're addressing the, the correct problem as you step into a room right, as well. Right. Yeah, because, I, mean, I, I mean, I've been in events where sometimes the room is, is so, I don't know, it, it's set up in such a way that people's voices are just bouncing so everywhere. Loud, yes. And like, even the person in front of you is speaking to you, and there's just so much noise coming to your ears that it's like you, you can hardly hear them, right? Mm-hmm. And then they start blasting music, and it's like all it is is a mumbo-jumbo of, of noise, you know? And... Um, so, you know, I would assume that, you know, having that information, look at it, being able to look at that room and say, wow, this room needs to be, a, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what you used to take that sound away from, you know, the bouncing walls or whatever it must be, but it must be pretty interesting and, and, and amazing to yeah, be able to do that, that. That's absolutely right. And that's where um, most people have experienced that sort of situation yeah. where, man, it's, it's loud in here. My yeah. head hurts at the end of the night, or <laughs> yeah, exactly. or my or you notice you lost your voice all the time because the night you know the night before you were talking so loud to the person right next to you, and and um, so what it is is lowering the it's it's bringing in that radius of attention. So it's actually our, our brains, our brains you know can only focus on a certain number of sources at one time. So as you bring down the, the background noise level, you're not making it quiet. You're, you're still accepting that you've got an exciting restaurant or yeah. you know, a busy sounding venue right. and, and you want that background mm-hmm. music and you want all these sources, but you want to bring in that radius of attention so that you can speak to the few people around you and then hear the rest as... as Sound as distinct sounds, but sounds that you can focus away from or focus on, That's rather exactly than right. it being a big cacophony of yeah, of yeah, noise. Exactly. That's exactly now, right. Now, can you do both with uh, for for like sound effect? Can you do both one time events? Like, okay, I'm having. I have a venue. Uh, I, I I just want the sound to to work for this event, right? And can you also do like, okay, I have this space. What can you do kind of permanently to the space to change? Do you work with both types of clients? Yeah, so so I do actually have a number of mobile sound panels. Mm-hmm. So say you were doing a podcast or or doing a recording, uh, you know, a video recording, or you had a, a conference room rented for your, uh, you know, one-time meeting, that sort of thing. I can bring in mobile sound panels and set those up and... Um, you know, put put in uh, at least a hundred or a couple hundred square feet of of um, absorption yeah. to try to control those uh, excess echoes, control some of that sound. But for a more permanent solution, what we're really doing is we're not just looking at the materials and you know tacking them onto the wall. You're looking at a solution that's going to work aesthetically yeah. with the business you want to fit in with the style. In some cases, you want to try to blend in as much as possible and disappear into the wall or disappear into the ceiling. And at other times, you might want something that's uh, adding some texture or, or even is a custom printed panel that could have a logo or, yeah. or you know, scenery of your food <laughs> or <laughs> scenery out the window or something like that that shows your identity and your brand and your place. And so you can, you can also have um, them custom printed and they'll just look. And if you have some, right? You have some like fall, you just showing us earlier on. Yeah, the yeah. So, the, one yep, and- so that you, they can look just like um, canvas artwork. Mm-hmm. So many people have, you know, this sort of stock Canvas, uh, yeah. canvas artwork that works well because it's, um, you know, it's practical for businesses. It's easy to install and that sort of thing. Well, you can do the same thing with sound panels, wow. and then you're actually getting some functionality out of it as well. Yeah. And you'll you'll be amazed. Um, it is incremental, so you can start small, and it it does it can take a certain amount to really get an effect, but. Every little bit of those first gains, that's low-hanging fruit mm, yeah. to start controlling echoes. And you'll, you'll be amazed that, you know, standing in a corner that's treated 
just kind of brings an immediate yeah, kind of feeling of calm. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. And if you're seeing on the screen, we've got some the pictures coming by. Uh, a couple of them. One of them, I think, is kind of a sound around state, and then the others are kind of what you can do with the Seville 360. Just how how dramatic it looks, how clear the imaging no, is. No, it is. Yeah, I, I did take a look at so that. That was pretty amazing to be able to yeah. kind of preview. Yeah, that's one that's on the screen now. Um, or d- d- given the delay, it might have been like two seconds ago. But like you can see a home, but it, it really feels like you're standing right in. There's a stairway and a, and a hallway, a couple chairs and a table. But it really feels like you're right there. And you would think it's like a like – I, I just snapped there and took like a wide-angle, high-quality photograph. But the idea that you could actually move, move within yeah. this space is – Yeah, so answer. the idea of one of those photos is you could actually, you know, in the Matterport tour, you'd be able to scroll, click and scroll and look around. You could even view it in VR or VR headset if you wanted. Wow. Um, it it – so if you were to sample it down, if you were to edit it down, they come out to 4K quality photos. So you can, you can get a lot of your interior photography and exterior photography uh, through the Matterport system and through that nice, nice new camera. That's, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of a two-in-one. In other words, when you've, once you've mm-hmm. done... So, so if a client tires you to like kind of go through and make this visual map, this 360 of their, their event venue or you know, their, their museum or something of that nature, you're getting, in essence, you're also kind of getting a photography session with it because you can then go in there and pull out 4K images that maybe on the front of your website or something you want to use a Absolutely, couple of images yeah. and then have someone click into the And there's definitely a place for drone photography and for fine photographers and space for everyone oh, yeah. because some of the some of the cool things that you can do with Matterport with the this Seville 360 system on top of photography is uh, you can go and you can actually make guided tours. You can add notes and internal links to the tours. Many people use this in, in actually building inspection, uh, in progress reports. For uh, some, some architectural firms will use it for initial design, at least for, um, for visualizing what it might look like uh, with with an addition, or what it might look like with That's different furniture for yeah. interior design, and yeah. so there there are a lot of extra features you can use as well. Uh, again, that's not just just that you're walking through, but you can you can load it with extra information. You can use it for virtual trainings uh, for a business, uh, or or even new employee orientation, that sort of thing. So if you were to open up an office and yeah. then and then um, you know tag the tag the Top cabinet drawer with you know this is where you find your post-it notes and, <laughs> and this is where the current machine is and <laughs> that sort of thing. So that's it's, neat. It's, yeah, neat. That's neat. That's yeah, and, cool. it's, and it's funny because you when you think about it, when you walk into a room visually, right? That's what you do. You kind of look around. Your eyes, your head is moving around. And what I what I saw with that is that that's basically what it's doing. It's moving around. So you are mm-hmm. truly getting a perspective that you're looking for yourself when, like you said, when you're buying a house or. You know, and I know some people, you know, they'll go into a house and the room's empty. And it's like, you know, what do I do with this room? I can't fit anything, right? But then if you can visualize, if the, the 360 can put in furniture in there, right? In other words, yeah. if you say, if you put this over here and now you stumble it looks, well, oh, wow, that looks really yeah. nice. Because some, you know, like myself, some people don't visualize. It's also the usefulness for, like, a, for the real estate perspective because a lot of times you sit there, okay, someone's selling a house, right? And let's say they move out before the house is done. Well, you, you captured it. When there was still furnishing exactly. all these beautiful things, right? So now, yes, someone who does a walk-in now that you've moved, right, had this an empty house, but they can go back and say, okay, well, well especially for people like that are not like I'm not a visual person, so I can't, you can't put, you me can't in imagine, yeah, you're, yeah, you're you not one of those who say I can put this like, here, that there, no, it's like I, I can't you know, die. they're actually working on a tool where it, that uses AI, where if you put in a Matterport model, you can type in, defurnish my room, and all the furniture will pop out. And then, let's try it mid-century modern, and it'll pop in mid-century modern. Or, oh let's try, <laughs> you know, it's so they really are yeah. using, uh, it's a technology company, so they're using all of new t- tools like that, AI, and... Um, and some, you know, some of those things are, are works in progress too. But there are a lot of cool things you can do with it. And I was, I was sitting back there thinking about 
a teaser for escape rooms. You know, <laughs> you <try to laughs> step inside, inside. You yeah. can say, "Okay, what's this going to be like?" But you know, keep it keep it concealed so that you're exactly. not uh, exactly. spoiling <laughs> too much. Not spoiling anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. John Blair, thanks for uh, tuning in and watching the show this morning. So, what's it like to have taken this? I guess it was. It's kind of a natural progression from Sandworks. Here you are. You're helping a place. You know, really, you're helping a place achieve kind of its optimal sound, and now kind of helping it achieve. It's how it's optimal look from uh, from someone who's not able to be there in person. What's it? What was it like to kind of grow the business in this direction and take that kind of next step? Yeah, yeah. So certainly, you know, it's uh, deciding to make the investment in in top of the line equipment, uh, equipment that's going to hold up to yeah. anyone who needs, you know, that that level of photography, mm-hmm. that level of tour, uh, learning the tools, and and spending time with um with new clients that are able to you know to show off new venues so i've you know i've really enjoyed trying to find ways to offer niche niche services and offer services that uh i'm that i care about but also that may not be readily available to other venues um there's certainly folks folks out there um creating real estate tours but to think about this in a new way i really do want to um you know open seville 360 up to museums and historic yeah. buildings yeah. and art galleries mm-hmm. and uh public you know public places that really can um can leverage the uniqueness of that marketing strategy and then especially for venues and tasting rooms to uh bring people in i mean this is a the the solutions that i offer and the sort of you know cooperation that i offer with a business is really about charlottesville tourism you know and bringing bringing folks in because we have so much to offer here so many wineries and breweries and distilleries and uh, and music venues and musicians and bands and and great places to to celebrate and to bring people together and to have family together and so uh, you know the ability to step people inside and then give them a good experience a good sound experience once they 're there is really uh, you know i hope to hope to Find my niche there. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, and, and that makes sense because think about it. You know, when movies are going to come out, right? You have a big movie coming out. They always have these little previews, right? Which they they're trying to capture the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that that looked great. I need to go see the movie. So this is kind of the same thing. If if you're able then to have a snapshot of, of a museum or, or 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 a brewery or whatever, and you look, it's like, wow, I didn't, I had no idea this place had this or looked like this or exactly. or you know had this the ability to do. You know, it, it's just it's great market because, you know, one snapshot you go into the website, you see something like that, you go, yeah, I, I got to go there. As opposed to you know, you go there, see a couple pictures, and, yeah, it's okay. And really, for for any business too, uh, there are integrations with Google Maps, with Google Street View. You can actually place once you've made a floor plan, you can place that floor plan, overlay it on Google Maps, and they. They love when you provide them, yes. you know, provide them the data that they are asking for. So you've got, you know, for any business, really, a retail business, you're showing the accessibility of the business, the location of it. You're giving it visibility on Google Maps. You're giving it 360 images, both inside and out, and uh, providing that sort of, you know, all-around uh, marketing plan to make sure that your Google My Business profile is taken care of, and that you then are providing uh, the most the most information you can. Uh, again, for accessibility reasons and, and um, visibility for your own business as well. Absolutely, yeah. I love the combination. Yeah, the, absolutely. It's it's the it's like you said. It's not it's not a service that's easy to find. Right, but you, within it, you have all this versatility of all the things that you can use your expertise for, both in the visual space and in, in making a place sound as good as it can. So it's just, it's always, I always learn so much <laughs> when we have you on and, and talk you know, to you. The only so thing we need, so now think about it, you can capture somebody's vision through the website. Yeah. 
you can even capture the sound, right? Because you can give them some sound through. Yeah. The only thing you can't capture is you go to you, you show them a picture of a beautiful dish, and you go, "Oh, I can't smell." <laughs> you got to get that somehow, so you can say, "Oh yeah, the, the aroma! Wow, this is exactly what I'm looking for." Smell a vision. Yeah, yeah. smell a vision. There you go. Well, <laughs> next, next time we next time we have you on, that's that's right. Right. <laughs> he'll probably say, "I got it, I got <laughs> it, guys." <laughs> Awesome, Jay. It's always always a pleasure. For people who are interested, where can they get in touch? Um, reach out to you, schedule, you know, a, a consultation or, or a talk with you. Of course, yeah. So uh, everything is under soundaroundseville.com. dot com, and uh, you know, I have the uh, two business businesses semi separated with that one one website. So soundaroundseville.com, dot com. I'm at soundaroundseville. I'm also on uh, Facebook under Seville 360, but you can also just, uh, you can um, come to that website, Sound Around Seville, and get in touch with me, and I'll show you all the different ways that I can help. Absolutely. Yeah, when, when you get to Sound Around Seville, there's even, there is a Matterport slash 360 tab, so you can, you can see all the different things that Jay can uh, provide. So, That's Jay, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks absolutely. so much for coming Thank on. Thank you again. so much for Thanks a lot, back. guys. Yeah, old friends. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, so just... Great day. That's, yeah, with, no, really. With, this with is some, um, some awesome it's, guests. It's amazing. I mean, it's like every week I come and I, I learn something. I enjoy it, and um, the creativity and both of these guys. I mean, I mean, I mean. Let, let's face it. I mean, the unlocked history. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't even begin to create something yeah, like that. And and with Jay, I mean, it's like how do I how do I take that noise and make it disappear? I mean, I, it's. I mean, granted, I mean. They have their specialties. We yeah. have ours, but still, it's just. It just. It seems like magic to me that you. Yeah. Which is the get that noise down, yeah. like absorb it. Like, I know, really. <laughs> but it's just so it's and really just too. It's just wonderful to see local local people here in Charlottesville doing yeah. this. So yeah. really encourage people if you expect you know if you if you're in need of that. Ha, I mean, heck, if you've got a space, even if you don't think you're in need of it, have Jay come by and see because you know what do you, you, you'd be surprised probably. Yeah, how much yeah. Put, I mean, in today's world, think about it. I mean, most people are to a certain respect, are not going to the movie theaters as much as they used to in the past. And, and part of it is because you have now the ability. I mean, I went to Costco two days oh, ago. Oh, the theater system. And, yeah. he, and, and, I, and I think Michael said, hey, Pops, look at that. I mean, that's like bigger than ours. And it's like, you know, we go downstairs and the TV now looks just normal. And this thing is huge. And I say, I don't know, I get a headache just looking at it. It's like enormous. It's like you need just a room for that, right? But think about it. I mean, the ability to almost create what a movie theater has yeah. has gotten closer than ever in the past, yeah, right? Before, so yeah. you get somebody like Jay to come in and say, yeah, you can put that here and here's the sound and whatever. You're going to be sitting there going, I'm watching Batman and I feel like I'm at the movie yeah, theater, exactly. you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and now instead of a computer game doing the puzzles, you do the real thing in the escape room. It's like, you, know, you don't need to buy. Remember those yeah. games you have to buy on the computer where you'd be going through the, the submarine oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, gone yeah. and you don't know what happened? Yeah. And, uh, but now it's like I can do the real thing with my yeah. own two hands, which is just Absolutely. so neat. So no. just really just so impressed. It's with. a great, listen, it's a, it's a great night out. I mean, it's a one hour of extreme, it's just, it's fun. Exciting. It's exciting, and I mean, there's even like a, a certain good stress because yeah, there's a time thing. limit. It's like we got guys, we got five minutes, and yeah. like you know, we gotta well, get this Phil, thing especially open. Especially with the uh, the British are coming, like so he comes in with the and he's right. got like the, the, like, the British the, almost the British here. Here in 15 minutes, you're like, gee, thanks, gee, thanks, Phil. I really needed that. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Uh, so really, really love being here with you today. Oh, same thing. Always here. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I know. Uh, I will be done next week, but you will have some great guests. Absolutely. Uh, Miguel and Tatalina from uh, Pratted Serious Insurance are going to be coming on. Okay. So that's, that's always fun to yep. have the two of them uh, joining us. We'll you know, chat so about insurance. We'll have a little English, a little Spanish, exactly. a little salsa. Who knows? I mean, Somebody, yeah, that's, I mean, that's why we're today e manana, right? We got the bilingual, <laughs> the bilingual drawing. So really... Really awesome guest. Next week, uh, thanks for everyone for the comments and questions Absolutely. today. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Higgins, a couple great comments there. Three great comments there. So thank you so much. Always being a great, uh, a great viewer of the show, a great participant in the show. Really, really appreciate everyone who tuned in this morning. Um, look forward to seeing everyone next week. Thanks, Judah, behind the camera, of course, always making always. us uh, making us look good. <laughs> 
made us to show in some of those pictures. He's amazing. He's amazing. That really we had is. there. So he does a great job. Thanks. I love Seville Network. Uh, Emergent Financial Services, our uh, presenter, our great partners at Castle Hill Cider, Matias Joan Realty Credit, Serious Insurance, Forward Adelante. Thank you all for joining us today. Thank you for being with me. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you all next week. But until that time, as we like to close it out, hasta mañana. <laughs>